So it's like, eh. But no, it's just, it's like, eh. There's so much. Yeah, exactly. I'm whining, and I have every right to, because I am a procrastinator that is regretting my decisions right now. Hello and welcome to Pet Food Beta, Gamer Escapes podcast, bringing you the biscuit on all things Final Fantasy XI news, community, and more. I'm Vivi. I'm Moroku. And we are coming to you from the studio apartment. Uh, I, sorry, I had to. I, I ripped that off from uh, Colt Cabana. Um, not that you know who that is, Joe. No, I really don't. Um, anyway. <laughs> Shut up, Vivi. Okay. Um... <laughs> We, uh, we had a version update. Yes, we did, and the glorious one was it that. Yeah, it was, uh, pretty, it was bigger than expected, I feel like. Um, you see, the, I've heard that a couple of times in other settings that were not podcast-related whatsoever. I knew you were going to take it there, and we're already only a couple minutes in, so... We are under a minute, I believe, so there you go. Well, before we talk about the update, uh, let's talk about the Starlight Celebration. Well, at least mention that it's happening right now through the 31st. That is the winter holiday season event um, that uh, that takes place. And uh, from everything that I could gather, it's, uh, it's pretty much the same deal as usual. Uh, with a couple new items tossed in. I believe there is a plus one snowman cap. I'm not sure what it does. Uh, wasn't there also a, a sheep hat or so in the dats, or was that for something else? I did not catch that. Yeah, well, fun fact, there's a sheep hat in the dats. <laughs> cool. Uh, we'll keep on the lookout for that. I bet I know where that's from, uh, which is something that we'll get into with the version update, speaking of. Uh, so let's run through all of the items in the version update. Uh, we'll start with the event-related stuff. There are new quests that have been added to Adeline, um, and I have not had a chance to do them yet, but I, I hear they further the storyline uh, past the missions. So I'm looking forward to that. I believe it involves the Exorcist group and something else. Oh, cool. Um, so they don't like just drop that quest or the storyline off or anything? Like it. No, I believe. Yeah, I believe that continues. I, where I completed it up until it started um, introducing stuff that had to do with the Velk, um, which was timely because Incursion came out. I think the following update. Gotcha. So, so I'm I'm actually very curious about uh, seeing checking those out. But I've been too busy doing other stuff to do those yet. Cool. Cool. In game. Yes. Um, the uh, so the other uh, big update is Unity Concord has had a lot of updates. There have been new NMs added to Chains of Promathia areas, mostly I think. Yeah, well, sort of. Bibiki uh, Bay, uh, Cap- Carpenter's Landing, the jungles, the desert, uh, Bosodine Glacier, and they've changed the little sparkling um, indicator of where the pop spot was, which was hard to see, to something that. It looks like a golden void watch uh, swirly vortex thing. <laughs> AKA the ethereal. Have you messed around with the Unity Concord at all? Yeah, I have. Uh, you mean the, the NMs? Yes. Yeah, I have. Um, not as much as I would have liked to. So basically, uh, the way that these work is you have to have a certain amount of accolades from Unity um, accumulated. And it ranges from like, I think 500 up to like 3000 for Largantua. 
uh, and you get a, a group of up to six people together. Actually, I think you could do a full alliance if you want, but you won't need one. Most of these um, will only require six people. And you go there, and everyone has to have it set in their records of eminence log, which NM they want to pop, basically to confirm that they want to spend the points on it. And then the party leader uh, pops it, you fight it, there's no procs or anything silly like that. Um, and then everybody gets a coffer that is stackable at the end. And then you can use the coffer and open it, and then you get an item, and the items usually will range from one or two armor or weapon drops, um, normal quality or uh, high quality, um, or more commonly an upgrade item. So if you get the, the normal quality version, then you collect, usually it's like 50 of some sort of item from an NM, um, and then you can upgrade it to the plus one if you want. And then it also drops things like um, spells and I don't know, some other random stuff. No logs so far. <laughs> Hmm, that's nice. Now, do you have to be a part of the same unity to do that with people? No, you don't. Um, oh, that's even nicer. Very yeah. Cool. So, a couple of things I did want to talk about about this, which is it's really um, a really much better design system than Void Watch, um, just in terms of how clumsy Void Watch was, where you had to collect the stones and you had to progress through the the quest line to get access to pop something. Um, although you could join any Void Watch group at any time as long as the person popping had access. But then you also had to talk to the Void Watch NPC and then you had to do this and do that and everything was rare X and it was just, it was a pain. Um, with this, what I really like about it is there's no box at the end that you have to wait for somebody to clear, and your inventory doesn't get filled up with a bunch of items all after one pop. Um, you can basically hold on to all of your coffers because they stack, and then you can pop them at the end next to an NPC if you want to NPC some stuff. Now, does this event also drop augmented capes or no? Does not, no. Okay. Because I knew that um, Incursion dropped those, but I wasn't sure if this also dropped them. So, no. Okay, um, the the one other thing I did want to mention about uh, the Unity NM system that's really nice is the normal quality um, armor and weapon pieces actually have a fairly decent drop rate. Um, I I didn't even really care to get anything from the people I went with. I just wanted to go to check it out. Um, and I think almost every time I at least got an NQ version of whatever it is. Um, and then the upgrade items are not rare X and you can actually sell them on the auction house. So that's awesome too. Okay. That's really cool. I'll so definitely have to check that out. Yeah. You remember the whole void watch thing where like the glowing bodies were like a less than 1% chance of dropping and it was just so frustrating, but at least with this, you can, um, spam, you know, one of these things and probably you're going to get an, uh, a normal quality version and then you could buy the upgrade items if you want to get the high quality version. Cool. Yeah, it's good stuff. Um, okay. uh, the other thing that was added in the update was to uh, <laughs> the monster rearing. Um, Mog, in Mog Gardens, uh, you can you know you can raise the monsters and stuff. And there's a thing called Chacharoon's Cheer, which is basically the equivalent of Mog enhancements, but useful. <laughs> yeah, I, I had seen um, pictures of ones where it was like I think. Uh, there's like increased uh, skill success for like carpentry skills or something of that nature. Yeah, there's small bonuses like two or three percent, um, you know, capacity point gain rate or you know stuff like that. I mean, it's it's useful, but it's it's small and it's something that's easy to do and 
um, you can talk to Chacharoon as long as you've got him in your mall garden and, and set that up. You see, I have a problem with this because it means that if you want to be the best, you're going to have to do it. And I really don't want to do it because I think I could go into a whole rant about the mall garden thing, but I just, I don't like the idea of if you want to potentially be not necessarily like, you know, the top DPS or something, air quote, but if you want to be as, as efficient as possible in terms of being a crafter, having to do another event entirely is a little bit iffy to me instead of just crafting. It's su such low effort though. I mean, it, it takes really no time at all to, to do the monster ring stuff. It's about a minute once a day for a couple of days and then you to can get the, the cheer. To give you a little bit of an idea though, I have been trying since the, um, like the, uh, oh wow, sorry, brain farting on. <laughs> Okay, yeah, there we go. Okay, so I've been trying since the implementation of the Mod Gardens to get the Moat Carp Creel from the little pond thing, which was like a year ago. I still have yet to get it. So technically, oh, I don't know, even think I can do this. You know, you could have gotten that about a hundred different times from login campaigns. Oh yeah, but I'm not going to waste my login points on that. <laughs> I think they're it's like, like a, it's a 10 point item or something. No, 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 it's like 500 points. So that's like uh, a trust end. Yeah, if it was like 10 points, I would have gotten it already. But if it's 500 points, I'd rather get a trust NPC or just blow it all on seals to get uh, papers and stuff. So it's like, eh. But no, it's just, it's like, eh. There's so much. Yeah, exactly. I'm whining and I have every right to because I am a procrastinator that is regretting my decisions right now. But we're going to not talk about that. <laughs> right, but what we will talk about is uh, additional records of eminence adjustments. You like that segue? Yes. Thank you. Um, so a, a few tweaks have been, uh, you know, uh, have happened. There are new objectives which were added, and then the um, the objective for spoils, where you had to get multiple uh, two leaf mandragora buds, um, now requires Saru to cotton because it's silly to require multiple items that are rare X. Yes. Uh, a few other things that were added are new NPCs selling maps and new maps available for purchase. Um, I'm not going to go through all these. You can go to the Play, on Play Online website for the entire list. I imagine m the majority of our listeners have most of the maps in the game already. Are they actually? Wait, hang on one sec. Oh, okay. I will run down which maps were added, though. Um, so a lot of yeah. COP areas... Um, I'm not gonna, the aqueducts, however that first word is pronounced. Um, Mamook, Havlung, or Han, Hanvlung? Hanvlung? Havlung? I've always Halvlung. said Hal, it's Halvlung. Halvlung. Yeah, it's a typo on Square's part. Okay. Um, but uh, just looking at this, it might save you. It's all the COP and Ottergon areas that were kind of a pain to get maps from. And some Wings of the Goddess ones as well. Oh, I didn't even see those. <gasps> oh yeah. my god, I can get a map for 4KN now? Yeah, I was just about to say that. Everything is different, and this is amazing. It's funny, like, I'd be excited about the Graubert map as well, except that I've learned how to navigate that without a map at yeah, this point. Yeah, yeah. But no, I'm going to go and blow, like, 200KN maps as soon as this is over, probably. And for those of you who still want to do the quests uh, for those maps, they've they've bumped up the gill and added experience points rewards for that. So that's cool. So there's still a reason to do those quests. Um, in addition to the story, of course. Yeah, I gotta say, a little side note, probably one of my favorite things that I did in the game was the quest for the crawler's map nest. Wow, wow, not crawler's map nest, crawler's nest map. There we go. 
but uh, I did that go, too. Yeah, no, that was uh, with, I actually read everything and then I went back and I read them in order of like date. It was pretty cool. It was yeah, that was actually very yeah. cool. That was one of the, those things I did earlier on um, when I was playing, and I was just like, oh wow. And this is before I, I like I knew about Wings of the Goddess, but I hadn't been to the past yet, so it was pretty cool to see kind of setting that up. Well, that and then um, the cool part was uh, when Wings of the Goddess first came out because they added another um, tombstone or uh, another one, like one or two of those in the expansion areas, and you're able to sort of fill in the whole missing gaps of time. Or it's like, oh, this person made it from this part to this part and like, you know, within like a year or so, but where it took them a year to go like, you know, up four feet or something. So it was That's kind funny. of cool. Yeah, it was really cool. So uh, another small change that was added, uh, and I don't think they even mentioned this in the notes, but I'll, I'll, I'll mention it uh, myself. So with the Goblin Mystery Box, the amount of daily tally points you need to open a particular dial is displayed next to it. I've also noticed a few other little minor UI enhancement things. Um, for example, if you're going to buy equipment um, from one of the Records of Eminence NPCs, before you would look at the name of whatever it is you're about to buy, and then you'd have to click it, and then it would show the description, and then you'd have to cancel it to back out or confirm it. Now, as you hover the, the cursor over each of the items, the item description actually just shows up right there. So I've noticed that kind of in other places too, um, just making it, it a little more, the user interface a little slicker and a little more modern. I'm pretty sure it's been in the game in like one or two other instances, but I'm really glad that they're doing it into something that like a lot of new players would probably end up using so that's yeah really good um so battle related a new job enhancement system known as gifts has been uh, added <sighs> why are you upset about gifts because it's so inconsequential and not what we need right now um yeah well okay look at it this way um people were trying to explain it to each other in the link shell and not doing a very good job and basically what I said to them was, you can think of it as like, if job points are the new leveling, um, gifts are the new job traits that you get. No, and I'm not saying that I, you know, deny that. It's just the thing is, is that the levels at which they sort of set the gifts to sort of get at are so kind of ridiculous considering the amount of work it takes to get even to like a one job point i would say since it takes 30 capacity points so most people that have a significant number of capacity points or job points that they've accrued they get by using a third-party tool and farming the points when they're asleep by completing records of eminence or whatever on fairly trash mobs and just killing things over and over and over again and that creates an inflated number of job points in the system, which is what Square based their numbers off of. And, oh, look, they've done that in other instances also with Alexandrite, going back to the mythics. Oh yeah, 30,000 is a totally reasonable number after coming down from 50,000, because there were still people that were duping them to such an extent that it made such an inflated number. And it's really disheartening to see them not kind of get with the program and be like, hey, this is kind of not okay. While that may be true, um, let me offer some tips on how to legitimately get capacity points. Okay. Um, so one thing I discovered um, actually a couple of days ago was that in the, some of the COP areas in Dynamis, um, the what used to be the decent challenge mobs actually give capacity points. Uh, and so I was out there just farming currency on Blue Mage, and I used one of those um, those capacity point gain boosting rings, and then one of the capacity point boosting capes that you get from Incursion. 
and all of a sudden I'm, you know, I'm just crushing these mobs, like two-shotting them, and getting like, I think, 200 capacity points, you know, per each one. Um, granted, the, the double capacity point cam campaign, I think, is still in effect, or it was. So that's a little bit inflated, but at any rate, um, you know, when you can go out there as I level 119 to Dynamis and just, you know, blaze through all of these mobs, that actually added up pretty quickly. I think two nights of Dynamis got me, you know, a job point. I can see that. Like, it, it, it's, mm, I just wish that it was, how should I put it? Like, yeah. Like there's just the, for for at least people that I've noticed, like back in the day. All right, to go with this, you would see merit parties form. You would see people flagging up. You would see shouts for them. You would see whatever. At least from my experience and when I play, this might be like I might play in a completely different window than people on my server. I've never seen any of that. There's no incentive to sort of make parties and make new sort of social connections other than the ones that you've already made. Oh, that's I think, what I, I actually right. do. I actually do see capacity point party shouts on my server. Right. So I don't know. It might just be kind of maybe Sarah's just terrible. Who knows? Uh, I mean, uh, I, do yeah. see, I do see your point though. I mean, the, the, yeah. the number is set pretty high, um, and the the gift the gifts that you get aren't super significant. I mean, we can we can t talk about a few of them. Like I know early on when one of the first ones most jobs will get is attack plus 10. It's like, right. okay, I mean, that, that's cool, but it's not like somebody with 10 more attack than somebody else isn't going to make a huge difference. Um, right. But, but then you get somebody like a blue mage where you kind of need to do the job points on them because you get the extra set points. Well, that's that was the next thing I was going to say. So yeah. for, for gifts, I don't really think that they're so crucial that to be like good or not good, it's going to make any difference. But you're right. For some of the jobs, especially blue mage, job points are really important to um, how well the job is. I mean, with blue mage, I just got my fourth... Um, uh, increase for the the blue mage points thing. And it totally changes how you play it. Completely changes it. I was uh, yeah. I think I took a, might have taken a screenshot earlier, but anyway, I, I made a new um, configuration of like a bunch. Basically, I, I hit remove all on uh, all the spells that I had set and just tried to max out my traits using all of the newer spells. And it was ridiculous. I think I had like triple attack, Zanshin, um, auto-regen, auto-refresh. Um, assimilation is kind of enabled by default, but um, dual-wield, treasure hunter, like just like a ton of stuff. Oh, yeah. Like, it's crazy. I mean, I think even with like one point extra, um, the way that I had it in my setup, I was able to um, keep triple attack. And then I also had like a, I think it was a critical attack bonus or something like that. I don't remember. Yeah, that's from one of the new spells. Yeah, no, but I was able to get like, uh, I was able to get up, I went up a level in dual wield, kept triple attack. And then there's a critical attack bonus and like a skill chain damage thing when before you had to like choose between stuff. And like that was just from like one or two points. And it's amazing. It, it, it just, it's, there are things that it, everything should either be as powerful as that, I would say. And then it would give people incentive to do it. Or they should make it like so like i mean give me like a pudding cam for black mages for god's sake or something like that yeah I, I, like make it so like there can at least be job diversity so because i mean like i'm there's like no way i'm going to end up getting points on my summoner actually i guess i could kind of now with this most recent update now that i think about it but yeah um well actually kind of going back to what you were saying so one of the other things that they added along with the gifts is that when you hit fit when you've spent 50 job points um you can 
can now equip new special equipment that's marked as superior. Um, I haven't seen any of this gear yet, so I don't know how quote unquote superior it actually is. It's pretty crap. Okay. Like, yeah, the nuking body for the mages was about on par with the Hagondes plus one body. Okay, and I think I had read that this stuff is sellable on the auction house and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, they were craftable. And so there was like the irregular and then the HQ version, and both of them were kind of meh at best. So maybe that's that's their way, instead of actually making it quote-unquote superior to the other stuff that exists, um, but maybe that's making it so that in order to get the Rare X stuff that's, that's somewhat easier to get, um, you actually have to play the game and do the content. Um, but it, likewise, if you want to equip the superior stuff, which you could just buy with Gil, you also have to play the game to get enough, have spent enough job points in order to equip it Mm, yes and no because this is sort of like leading down the path where if they're going to ever update um empyrean gear it's probably going to be superior and the thing is is that it really shouldn't be because you know when it was first released it was like what it was like 80 no it wasn't even the 80s it was like 90 to 95 was 95 to 99 or was it 90 to 95 uh, definitely wasn't 99. Yeah, it was like it was it was mid 90s ish, something like that. Like most good things, so DLC, you know, all that fun stuff. Pearl um, Jam, Nirvana. Yeah, the internet, GeoCities, etc. Um, but uh, I would say that if they ever end up sort of tagging Imperium gear, which is you know arguably you could just attach stat vomit to it, and it would still be some of the best gear in the game for some of the pieces right now. Oh yeah, I'm, uh, right. I might actually bring out my paladin again um, when they do that because the set bonus is just ridiculous. For oh yeah, MP. like it, it, but if they just had like stat vomit to stuff, it would be great. But the thing is, is that that's pretty much what they're going to do. But they're also going to tag on a superior tag. That means that every job of mine that would have Imperial gear that I would want to upgrade, I would have to get 50 job points on each of them. So that's uh, I play like five or six jobs each. So it's you know 50 job points. Yeah, five I, jobs. not that I it's not that I well, agree with the approach, but my my right. take on that is that uh, they're probably doing that so that people can't deck out all of the jobs in the game. They have to focus on a couple. But that's so stupid. Then they they design a game where it first of all is horizontal progression for you know. However many years once you reach uh, once you reach the seventy five cap, and then it was fairly horizontal. It was slightly vertical between like seventy five and ninety nine, but there were still you know pieces at ninety nine that you were using from seventy five. Like I think Hayadate were used for a really long time by like Rangers in their um uh what's that weapon skill bow Imperian thing the Imperium mm-hmm. bow weapon skill uh they would use like those pants for example so like there was pieces that were still useful and stuff which is fine but then um you end up employing this massive amount of vertical progression like in a really short period of time and you expect a bunch of people that played a game where you can pretty much be any job and you can have multiple jobs and that's okay and you're not forced to pick one job and then you try to isolate them and bottleneck them into one thing it's going to yes or no i mean like here's how i see it and i see your point but um yeah like for me there was a point in time where i was really um i don't know what the word is uh not proud of myself but um i prided myself on being able to play pretty much any job in the game except for bard uh and be pretty well geared with it uh but 
What's happened now is uh, my rune fencer is definitely my best geared, you know, best job. Um, Blue Mage is kind of, you know, close behind that one. It's, it's getting there. Um, and then I have like a functional thief and a functional core and functional scholar and, you know, it's functional summoner. I wouldn't take those to like end game, end game content, but I can do a skirmish with those or I could do dynamis or I could do, you know, other stuff. I could do the unity NMs with, with that stuff. But for the best of the best, I really try to come on um, Rune Fencer or Blue Mage, which is also problematic because the, because neither of those jobs are usually requested in, in a whole lot of endgame. No, I get that, but my sort of point that I'm kind of trying to drive home is like, beforehand, it was just simply a matter of gear. And so you would have to work for the gear to do that. But now you have to work for the gear because you're going to have to upgrade that and however much that's going to end up costing. And then you also have to do something that's dramatically more time-consuming than and just getting the gear, which is getting 50 job points for one particular job that you might be like, oh, hey, I want to play this in this event, but they're not going to take me unless I can equip the superior one yeah. gear. Well, re- that's my main issue with it. Yeah, it remains to be seen how superior that superior gear is. So um, you, you might be right. Yeah. Not that like you have been on anything before. <laughs> <laughs> JK, LOL. Um, Shade of it all. Uh, so, other stuff that was added in the version update. The following jobs have undergone adjustments. Summoner has new blood packs, I think, for every avatar. Is that correct? Everything except Fenner and Diablos. So, um, we'll run through a few of these. Uh, well, really, I think the one, the biggest one that everyone cares about is uh, Garuda gets haste good too. Yes, and it's awesome. It, yeah, it definitely is. Yeah, um, I can run through most of them since I okay. it, if that works. Okay. Um, so, pacifying ruby uh all of these are by the way uh, level 99 they have some kind of mp cost it's not listed so there's the mystery behind it go explore but um so pacifying ruby for carbuncle it straight up reduces uh target party members enmity by 25 percent and that's not a transfer to carbuncle it just gets rid of it hmm. so it's interesting really, yeah so it's it's one of those things where you can have a little fun and i've done this with a friends of mine and so i would use them um, the tank because you know <laughs> that's just for lols yeah it just makes the dds kind of shit their pants for a sec which is funny um then we've got conflagration strike which uh well, it's actually just conflag strike in the game apparently because uh, words but um that's ifrit and it deals fire elemental damage with a burn effect it's cheaper than the merit blood pact but it does a little bit less damage um so if you're both at 300 TP or so, it's going to do probably 600 or so less damage, at least with my setup. It might be more, might be less, depending on your stuff. But uh, the burn's really potent. It's like minus 61 int, and it does not decay. Oh, uh, that's cool. Yeah, then we've got a Crag Throw for a Titan, which is a ranged slow attack. And it does uh, physical damage, which is uh, pretty consistent, I've noticed. It seems it's... Uh, about on par with um, his physical pact. So it's like, you know, in my thing, it's like 3k, 4k to a wildkeeper mob. And it's a really potent slow effect. I think it was about 30%, if I'm remembering the numbers I've seen right. Alright, then we've got Soothing Current, which is a level 99 pact, and it increases cure potency effect uh, received by party members. And this was around 15% less I checked. And it lasts, um, I think it's base 3, and then it can go up to... Um, 
Oh, what is a... I think with max summoning skill, you can get the buffs to go up to like seven and a half minutes or something. I might be wrong. Oh, that's my, good. Yeah, mine lasts... Um, how long is mine last? Mine lasts like uh, six and a half minutes or something. Um, Haska 2, same rule. Uh, Wait, I have to stop you for a second. Yeah. Somebody is shouting for gold lobster in Juno on my server. Yes, that's an item that you fish up. Oh, okay. Anyway, yes. continue. Caps at 55. <laughs> um, but yes, uh, so Haska 2, same deal as Soothing Current. Has a base duration of three minutes, um, can be extended based on your summoning skill, gives haste two. It's the exact um, same potency as the haste two that red mages get, which is really nice. All right, then Shiva gets a new ward called Crystalline Blessing, which gives a TP bonus to party members, and the TP bonus is 250, so 25 with the old system, and that has the same oh. duration as, um, excuse me, that has the same duration as uh, the previous two packs, same rules, etc. And then probably my favorite out of the bunch is uh, Ramu's new blood pact, which is called Volt Strike, and it delivers a threefold attack that stuns the target. Now, um, by the way, um, I should mention that Volt Strike and um, Crag Throw all have, or have the same um, skill chain elements that their respective level 70 packs do. Cool. So Volt Strike is frag, and Crag Throw is um, gravitation. But um, Volt Strike, so I was doing... Um, the Kumhau Tiger BC or uh, Wildkeeper earlier today. And so, you know, I'm doing like Flaming Crush or whatever, and so Flaming Crush starts to get resisted for whatever reason. So I switch over to Volt Strike. Volt Strike, I have no idea if this is entirely accurate or inaccurate in any way, shape, or form, but I'm pretty sure that one, the stun on Volt Strike can't be resisted in some capacity. Hmm, interesting. And then two, I think it might deal critical damage. That would make sense because lightning, dexterity. Right, because the thing is that I was consistently getting like five to six k. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and like bear in mind, this is with like the level, the one of the lower level sachets. If I had a higher level one, it would definitely be higher. But I haven't had it drop, and I haven't done the Dell for yet, so I'm using the Eminent one right now, uh, which probably explains a bit. But uh, no, it's very consistent and very high level. And then randomly, the damage was just double, and I'm not wearing the Empyrean set anymore when I'm bloodbacking. So I'm assuming that the random spikes or crits i have no idea though so okay and then yeah. kate sith's damage was changed from hand to hand to blunt i thought hand to hand was blunt um there's a difference because um the way that uh because they change um something with like a tp accuracy stuff uh later on okay that they talk about and um so blunt weapons are technically classified as one-handed whereas hand hands weren't included in any of those updates gotcha okay so i think that's what it has to do with so because the same thing happened with pets for beastmaster also all right yeah um blue mage got a few new spells um and you can get those by blind by by blind by buying blue mage scrolls off the auction house <laughs> remember somebody said that like to me when i was leveling blue mage was like how do you get spells like, i have a story that i'll tell you after but uh it's longer and funnier and terrible but <laughs> okay. yeah um so uh the new spells are molting plumage plumage um and it deals wind elemental damage in a fan-shaped area which uh and you can learn those from those i forget what they're called but those big pink birds in miami ravine tool affairs yes uh, you can learn them from there. Um, and I believe that gives you... I want to say that gives you a critical attack bonus. I might be wrong. Um, yeah, I might be. I'm not sure. Uh, Nectarus D 
Deluge deals water elemental damage from, to enemies within range. I don't know what mob does that move. Um, Sweeping Gouge delivers a twofold attack with additional effect uh, defense down. Um, that sounds like it's from one of the... Um not the Iron Giant, but the other things. Dullahan, maybe? No, you get that actually from the Warthogs in Khmer Drifts. Oh, okay. Um, oh, that, yeah, we finally get an attack from that. I'm happy. Yeah. Um, Tremenius Libations? Did I say that right? Libations? Libations? Yeah. Um, yeah, Libation, because that's... Yeah. It steals HP from enemies within range, of course, all, as always, ineffective against the undead. That one might actually be from the doll hands. I know one of these is. That's a three-minute recast. Holy crap. Yeah. Um, Wait, the Sweeping Gouge is a two-minute recast, too? Better do some good damage. No, that can't be right. 120 seconds? Yeah. Maybe that... It, no, that can't be right, because I have it. Well, and, no. it, do you have your game open? Yeah, I don't have it. Well, I got... Uh, yeah, I don't have... I don't have... Uh, I don't have it set, and I'm not near any mobs. Um, Gosh. Uh, Puppet Master, though, um, had a couple of tweaks. The animations and animation lock for maneuvers has been removed, and the Harlequin frame and Stormwalker frame weapon attributes have been changed from hand-to-hand to -hand to blunt. Yeah, it's actually kind of funny about the, uh, the pup changes with the animations, because um, your hands still glow when you do it. Like, it just doesn't sort of do the weird sort of pelvic thrust where you, like, throw your arms back and stuff. Oh, that's but, like, funny. Yeah, your hands still glow, which is uh, apparently quite funny. Um, weapon skills have undergone the following adjustments. This is major. Um, so oh my god, it's so great. The patch notes actually are um, slightly inaccurate, I believe. Uh, some of these that were mentioned were not actually implemented. Um, but at any rate... What, what, which ones weren't implemented? Like, did they edit it later, or was it just through testing? Um, CDC for you know the sword weapon skill, that was not um, updated, even though it's listed in the patch notes. Um, I think Shark Bite and Dancing, Dancing Edge aren't actually um, adjusted, but Evisceration and Rudra's Storm is... I forget exactly. There was a there was an update to this. I didn't put it in the show notes, of course. And then Rodros got nerfed also the following day after the patch. It was funny. Did they? Was that oh, the yeah. emergency? Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, the notes were like, "Oh, Rodros Storm is dealing higher damage than anticipated." Oh well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah. somebody in my link shell did like a 25k Rodros <laughs> against one of the new Unity items, which is ridiculous. Our co we, like, we have a Koga Sam in our link shell, yeah. and they're just standing there like really thief really <laughs> like why do i have a mythic <laughs> um so yeah anyway a lot of the basically the one-handed weapon skills for the most part um got a pretty significant boost mm, it's the higher end ones yes yeah. so, normally yeah um and the maximum accuracy of one-handed weapons equipped as the main weapon has been increased from 95 percent to 99 percent so I guess those are more accurate. Yes, we are the ninety-nine percent. What? <laughs> um, and then the maximum accuracy of Beastmaster, Familiars, Wyverns, Avatars, and Automatons has been increased from ninety-five to ninety-nine percent. So that's cool. Yes. Um, and then new food was added for both the player and familiar accuracy. Um, and of course, I don't have the name of that food. Um, they were um, sort of extensions onto the mochis. And, okay. Um, the what uh, after initial testing and stuff, what people were sort of wondering was that, hey, these foods give less accuracy than you know the food that they previously had, but take more ingredients. Like what the frack, man. And um, so testing has revealed that um, they give magic accuracy, magic attack, and pet haste. 
to um, your pets. Cool. So, you know, a Beastmaster with 25% pet haste now has more pet haste. Congrats. Uh, alter Egos can now be called in all of the battlefields for the Xylart missions and Chains of Promathia missions. Oh, um, wow, that is, all the, that, that is all of them. Wow. It does not include the higher mission, higher tier mission battlefields that are the same. Sad face. Um, but that's good news for those soloing their missions. Um, we talked about the superior gifts. <laughs> it's kind of an oxymoron. Um, new synth recipes have been added, and um, some item descriptions have been changed, such as uh, reduces knockback distance. Now shows you know a plus one or two or however much it affects it. Um, as opposed to just an ambiguous reduces knockback distance. So you know, like, if if you're trying to decide between one or two pieces, you know if one reduces the effect more than another. Um, and also the Vocane Ring, which is the ring you get from completing Adeline, um, the description now reads correctly. So instead of damage taken 2 minus 3%, it's damage taken 1 minus 7%. Um and you can now store some <laughs> i'm gonna read these i think this is what you're maybe talking about you can store uh, the lamb carving polished lamb carving kate sith carving leafkin bopper or bopper plus one kate sith cap or kate sith pl- cap plus one or the frosty cap uh with storage slip 19 um so i imagine some of those come from the logging campaign some of them come from the seasonal event which means that i have to do the event because i'm a sucker for those hats (laughs) (laughs) um system related log windows may may now be separated did you mess with this uh yes i did and i don't like it uh i agree um (laughs) which is weird because i thought i would i thought i would really like this um but it just gave me a headache my main issue with it is that i have to have them stacked on top of each other and i can't have them next to each other yeah i thought that if it was next to each other that would be uh, better and actually they did post in the forums that they're looking into this for the windows version exclusively um so that could be cool. I might try it again if you can do them side by side. Like it's just it's like you can already reduce the size of your logs to like half right. instead of the full size. And like I love having my full size log at the bottom of the screen. I like it being max eight lines. It's just it's what I grew up with and it makes it feel like home when I log in. Am I am I gonna jinx this by saying Xbox three sixty limitations? No, because Xbox three sixty is Xbox three sixty because Xbox three sixty. And also it's related to Windows in some way, so they could probably jankify it somehow. Maybe. But, um, no, I think that, like, it, it, it wouldn't be that hard. Like, if they're able to make it so, hey, on the Xbox 360, you're able to highlight a window and, like, see an item in the, um, Records of Eminence, dude, then they should be able to move, like, a window that's just sending text to you, like... Yeah, well, they did say they did say that they're, um, they're looking at, uh, implementing that for, for at least yeah. the Windows version. Yeah. Um... And there's a whole lot of notes about exactly what the new window configuration is. You'll see it if you just go to the config. Um, they added the ability to see your average item level in your status submenu now, so you don't have to do the check param me anymore. I have a slight issue with this. Why? I want it below MP and not above. <laughs> I, 
like I just I can't. Can you hear my eyes rolling? I can, but I I don't like it. Like right there, I get it. It's like right underneath the level where it's like white mage, black mage, item level, etc. But it's it, it just I can't have it right there. I like having my HP like <laughs> right where it's always been. I don't like it. Yeah, whining, tiny violins, etc., etc. Whatever, whatever. Um, it's now possible to confirm your destination when teleporting using waypoints. I didn't know that. Okay. But it, it was. I thought. I don't yeah, know. yeah, it was. And then everybody just turns the feature off. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah. Um, and the thing we were talking about, I guess this was mentioned in the notes. The item help text will now just be displayed when selecting an item from greeter moogles, records of eminence, NPCs. A-M-A-N NPCs, uh, etc. Hopefully that this is across the board as you're selecting gear from NPCs. Just, it's, it's really nice. It just speeds things up. Mm. Um, and a new home point was added in um, Castle's Vol Shadowrain era. Oh, good. That's awesome, actually. Yep. Cool. And then survival guides have been added to a lot of locations. Um, uh, COP areas, underground areas, and past areas. And yep. also Norg. And <laughs> also Norg. Yeah. Um, and we can see uh, some of the UI and text command elements have been changed in preparation for the ability to equip two link shells. Um, so you'll notice now when you go to equip your link shell, it has a one next to it, stuff like that. That's meaning, uh, and also and when you're chatting, you have a little one in brackets in your link shell chat because hopefully in the next update, you'll be able to have a two and equip two link shells, mm. which I am actually looking forward to quite a bit. Oh, it's going to be amazing. You're going to have your normal link shell, and then you're going to have your weird sort of like Care Bear fuzzy <laughs> link shell in the other one, and then you're going to just mistype all day. It's going to be great. <laughs> um, well, you might have that, but I was thinking more of my events link shell and my social link shell. But You see, uh, your social link shell is the link shell I'm talking about because you're on the server too in that extra thing that I need to talk to you about after this. So, yeah. Uh, okay. Um, and a new message has been added when speaking with the Velk that basically warns you about losing the key items that you lose, which disable the ability for you to teleport inside of Incursion, but upgrade the difficulty cap. Um, one other thing, if I can remember it, um, right, one other thing, um, community related is right now the 2014 Taru Taru Cup is taking place. Um, this is an unofficial event. If you go to tarus.info, uh, you won't be able to read it if you're listening to this, probably because most of our listeners don't speak Japanese. Um, but this is it's still fun. You can just scroll down and look at the pictures from last year. Um, I found out about this from a friend I have who plays in Japan but also speaks English. Um, I remember last year hearing about this. He told me it was happening again. And basically, they've, but they've been doing this for, I think, four or five years at this point where um, it used to be cross-server. This year, they're doing it on one server. Um, by the time this gets out, it'll be over, so it doesn't really matter, I guess, which one it's taking place on. But um, what they do is really hilarious. They, uh, I asked I asked the, the guy, I was like, well, what, what is the Taru Taru Cup? And he's like, it's to find out who the best Taru Taru is. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> and so what they do is basically everybody goes to Brenner, um, and you can have people um, who aren't participating uh you know watch you know so of course people from you know of other races are invited to to watch as well 
uh, and basically it's an elimination style tournament where it starts off by answering trivia questions about game lore and stuff like that uh-huh. and then um, the audience votes on who they think should advance to the next round and then basically like the final the finals um, involve uh, also trivia but then they uh, have one-on-one battles in Brenner oh my god and so then the uh, the champion is decided by a, a combination of factors this year there's actually a 20 million gil prize oh god damn that uh, sounds amazing yeah uh and the the way that they collected that money was basically they had a sponsor on um i think all of the servers who were willing to contribute you know a certain amount of gil for this um and they have their names listed on the site and all that stuff um, and yeah, it's really cool. I'm glad that they put a YouTube video up from, um, so hopefully we'll, this we'll see one from this year. never work with American players. Oh no, not at all. <laughs> but it's hilarious. I like, I didn't yeah. understand, you know. Actually, you know what? No, scratch that. This would work with American players like circa 2006, 2007. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I don't have any idea about what they were saying or anything, but it was, it was really, really funny. Like if you look at the site and you scroll down, you can see the pictures from last year. My character might even be in one of them. I'm not sure. But they <laughs> has them all lining up single file. And Juno to go to the Brenner NPCs is just, it is absurd and ridiculous and amazing. Cool. I will definitely check it out. Yeah. So tarus.info. Um, and uh, I guess hopefully by the time this gets out, we'll see who the best Taru Taru is in 2014. Well, me, obviously. So, um, so yeah. Yeah. Community. Um, oh, the, so another thing that was added in the version update, Windows and Xbox 360 only a.k.a. Um, screw the PS2 limitations. <laughs> um, <laughs> new icons designating the role of a particular alter ego and their country affiliation um, are added. So now you'll notice in your trust magic list, there are icons that'll be a shield if they're a tank, a wand if they're a caster or a healer, I think, um, a sword if they're a, a DD, and a harp if they are a support, and then a satchel if they're miscellaneous, like basically the... Um, the idle geo support buffs like the Moogle and Chocobo and stuff. Um, and then a bunch of result issues that I'm not going to run down the list. I can't remember if there was... Um, I'm looking for a gem that might pop out again. Uh, you selected something. I did, but that was just something that I didn't... Oh, uh, wait, where is it? Oh, yeah, they fixed the accuracy of a, a few Blue Mage spells that weren't affected by equipping the main hand weapon. Yeah, but nobody used them anyway, so meh. Looking for something that might be hilarious. Uh, oh, here's one. Uh, the issue where Corsair's beast roll where and busting would occasionally cause pet attack to decrease. It's been fixed. <laughs> because... Well, no, because that's what busts used to do. If you had the bust status on it, it used to subtract um, stuff for people for like all people across the party. Right, now it now just does it for core. core. Yeah. yeah, but I think that that's hilarious that they even found that issue because I can't even imagine a Corsair and a Beastmaster partying together in 2014. Let alone using Beast Roll. <laughs> well, you clearly don't do many things with me now, do you? <laughs> well. Actually, uh, no, you really don't. Nope. Uh, so that takes us into Dev Tracker Gems. Yes, there's one Dev Tracker Gem that I pulled out. Actually, we kind of mentioned a couple of the other ones already, but um, 
One of the things that I thought was worth noting was that uh, Krakuma said in the forums, since we've been making adjustments to weapon skills, the timing is just about right for a way to combine all of your elemental gorgets, obies, and belts, so the team will be exploring ways in which to make this happen. I just have one phrase for this, and everybody around the world will say this with me. About damn time. <laughs> well, hey, I mean, they eventually did this with the elemental staves. But still, this was quested. You could have been so much simpler. So much simpler. Yeah. Just, hey, trade these A to this dude. Oh my god, you got a super organ-stained Obi. Congrats. Move along. Oh, well, hey, man. One thing at a time. Ugh. Ugh. So long. Ugh. But I'm glad it's happening. Yep. Because... How many inventory spaces are you getting? Uh, well, me? From this yeah. update? Yeah. Well, they're from the OB belt thingy. Yeah. Oh, well, you'd be getting, you know, well, I mean, eight. You, well, I mean you specifically. Oh, me specifically? Yes. I don't think I'd be able to actually make any of these except for maybe the belts. Um, I don't think I have... Yeah, I mean, I know I don't have... I don't have any OBs. I would be getting... I only yeah, have I'd one be, Gorgit. I'd be getting seven inventory spaces because I have all the OBs. So uh, I only have one Gorget. Okay, well, step up your game, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so that brings so us, nice. That brings us into in-game. Um, what have you been doing in-game? Uh, so I've been doing final projects this week, and so obviously I've been playing a ton of the game because I don't want to do my final projects. Um, but I've been messing around on Summoner a lot, mm -hmm. and I've been enjoying that. So I've uh, like the extra blood packs. I think partly because they're a shiny and b um, all of them are actually really quite useful. Uh, it brought a little bit of a different flair to the job, and so now I find that because um, I start upgrading my gear more, and um, I'm able to get. Uh, I think I've met like a. My recast for blood packs was like 37 seconds or something, which is nice, and so I'm able to just, it's a much faster paced job than it used to be back in the day, so uh... Yeah, it's got a lot more to do now. Yeah, it's really nice, and um, I made like a nuking set for my summoner, and I've got, um, you know, a fairly decent, I would say, blood packing, or blood packing set now, so you're just trying to get that kind of, um, a little bit more up to snuff, although I'm still likely going to be stuck on white mage, it's just nice to play the job again. Um, um, other than that, let's see. Last time we talked, we beat the B. Uh, yeah, nothing too major. How about you? Um, I have... Man, it's hard to answer that question. I've been doing a lot. I've been playing a lot, but um, I've been doing salvage every day uh, because farming high purity bailed is depressing. I've been telling you, <laughs> just do that. Uh, well, the problem though yeah. is I can have all the gill in the world, but there's not enough HP bailed in circulation to buy them all. Uh, true. I, I recently got my payout from last week's um, ADL run for my link shell. Yeah. And it actually took me three days to spend all of it because there just simply wasn't enough um, in circulation. Um, but at any rate, I have been doing salvage, and um, f for the first time in a long time, I did um, COP Dynamis uh, just to farm currency solo on one of you know one of the nights we don't do ADL. Um, and then uh, that's pretty much well that, and then also working on my blue mage, um, just kind of looking at my macros and um, my equipment sets for those and making some tweaks to them and then also i went out and learned a bunch of the newer spells and stuff like that so i've been having fun with um with blue mage and i also did um 
I unlocked CDC for the sword um, from uh, Walk of Echoes uh, because I figured, you know what? I play Blue Mage enough and I don't have this unlocked and I'm never going to take my Almas from 85 to yeah. <laughs> 119. So Yeah, it's a really great weapon skill to have. Yeah, and so that also made me enabled me to change around some of my, some of my, ugh, some of my macros. Mm. Um, and I learned that uh, you can do CDC paralyzing triad and that creates skill chain darkness yeah and that saves me from having to set something else like um thrashing tendrils or whatever have you tried um sinker drill yet yes it's very overpowered yes especially with azure lower up I yes i think that i think that is um oh i'm pretty sure that the, i'm pretty sure it's distortion so that might be with requiesce got them that makes darkness i think Right, I w- tried it with both, and it, w- it didn't do any skill chain. It does it with one of them. I know that. Like, I can guarantee you, it does it with one of them. Uh, uh. Yeah, sinker drill. Sinker drill is ridiculous. Sinker drill is doesn't say. That's so stupid. I hate this wiki. Let me go to the other three. Oh yeah, one one fun little tidbit I learned on Blue Mage is that um, the various terror spells that you get. Mm-hmm. Um, those will actually work on some of the Unity NMs. Will or won't? It will. Oh yeah, they, they uh, Blue Mages were initially brought into Delve back back when it was like first starting up, like sub Black Mage to do absolute terror with Elemental Seal. Yeah, they actually, uh, I did a Delve run with a pickup group last week, and I was like, "Will you take a Blue Mage?" They're like, "Actually, yes." Um, do Terror on this one. Mo- I don't remember which. Oh, it's the Scorpion in Sizak Battlegrounds Delve. Mm. They said below fifty percent do Terror. I was like, "Oh, okay." So anyway, that's what I've been up to. Been just kind of finding ways to make Gil and or HP bailed. Um, I think I'm I'm close to breaking past. Um, Less than 5,000 left. Yeah, CDC to Sinker Drill is darkness. Ooh, I'm going to change that macro. Yeah. That's got to be really powerful. Sometimes my Sinker Drill does more damage than CDC. It should be. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, no, so, uh, the ones I can remember are uh, CDC, Sinker Drill is darkness, CDC to... Um, oh, what was it? No, it wasn't CDC. It was Savage Blades with Thrashing Assault. It was light. Um, what do you what do you what spell do you cast for the magic burst? I haven't found a good one that does decent damage. Melee swings. You don't do a magic burst after no, the. No, no, never. Just because of the but, casting time. Well, because like there aren't any super fast casting magical spells that Blue Mage gets. Like we get like flash and yeah. maybe like MP absorption or something. Like if anything, it would like I wouldn't bother setting anything like that you wouldn't need because the thing is is that you don't like none of them are really worth it because their MP cost is either too much for the damage that you're going to do or you're going to end up doing the same amount of damage with the TP that you ended up getting from people. So it's kind of silly. Yeah. Hmm. I wonder if any of the new spells would... Oh, you know what might work? is something with unbridled up that might be worth it i'm not sure i'd have to look maybe yeah like i would say actually you know what no that's what i do do like if i use um like the unbridled um th- something and i make like a light like i could see maybe unbridled and magic burst in the gates maybe but eh. hmm. yeah <laughs> magic burst terror <laughs> <laughs> i wonder um, if that would work actually i'll have to try that yeah there was no- oh um Expiation is really good also, by the way. They buffed it a while ago. The Nizel weapon skill. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's yeah, actually quite I gotta, nice now. I still gotta finish Nizel. <laughs> yeah, no, Expiation, it's the same um, properties as CDC and stuff, but the damage is... Um, 
It's just a different damage type because it's not crit based. So, and I think it was buffed also. I think I, well, I actually have no Ottergon weapon skills because Seriously? I never. Well, yeah, I never finished Nizel because when I was at the point where I could start doing it, Nizel two came out, and that's what everyone was doing, and they didn't want to spend their. Um, I keep forgetting you're still a baby. <laughs> Ugh. I, but I guess you can solo it now, so I could probably do that. Yeah, like it's uh, it, it, it used to be pretty laughable, but it's actually quite nice now. Um, I find that it's very consistent. Cool. Like that's yeah, it's very consistent. So there's have to check that out. Yeah. Uh, um. So that does it for in game. Um. We have no emails other than spam this week, and for plugs, um, you can tweet at us at Pet Food Beta. You can email us at petfoodbeta at gamerscape.com. Rate and review on iTunes. And as always, check out the Microsoft Paint Challenge on the Final Fantasy XI Auction House website, ffxiah.com, in the fan art section. Um, you got anything else to plug? No, nothing I can think of. All right, well, um, I guess that'll do it for Pet Food Beta, and uh, we'll catch you next time. Bye! Happy holidays. That too. like the most disappointing <laughs> fans. Well, no, because like I mean, well, repetitive, because that's totally a word. Not cool. Cool. Not cool. Not cool. Okay. Uh, cool. Narwhal? Narnias. Narwhal. If I could play again, which I can't, because they won't release it for the Play S2. The Play S2? Wow. PlayStation 2, whatever. Hello. Another exciting episode of Baby <laughs> <laughs> Dude, what am I supposed to do with it? Pet food, Pet food Alpha! Hello, and welcome to Pet Food Alpha. Uh. <laughs> nice! <Very laughs> Alright, I'm gonna, I'm gonna start again. Alright. Um. Hello and welcome to Pet Food Alpha, the podcast about Final Fantasy XI community, news, etc., etc. My name is Steak. And I am Fusion X. And we are bringing you this podcast because we care. Uh, we do care. Uh, we care about the community. We want everybody to be involved and we uh, really, really like doing this. And so uh, we're bringing you we're bringing you the biscuit, so to speak. We have a we have a monumental amount of in-game stuff that we're going to go over this week. You always and say like we have so much news. We only have like like you'll be like, dude, we got no, a couple pieces said, to go over. And I said like one. in-game. I said in-game. Oh, in-game. Stuff. Okay. Pay attention, ADD boy. Pay attention. All right. Um, um, I said we have a monumental oh, hey, look, a amount kitty. of. In-game stuff to go. <laughs> we only have one thing of news to go over, um, and it's it's. We one have of more than one thing of news to go over. I heard that it would sound like an old man coughing up blood. Oh, right. <laughs> oh, God. Do you have more than one? 
CG. Uh, <laughs> one very important. Fergus sandwich. 